When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What you need to know, brought to you by Morago Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Here is Lindsay Baseball today with what we need to know. Beto's in for Sedano. This is Sedano and Cap on 710. What's up, Linz? What's up, Cap? So my what you need to know for the day today is this weird story I came across about a woman who gave birth to a healthy baby in a lavatory on board a Frontier Airlines flight, according to a Facebook post from the airline. The passenger went into early labor during the flight from Denver to Orlando said the, and said that the flight attendant helped her to get to the lavatory. I don't know why they call them lavatories, not bathrooms, but she assisted in delivering the baby in there. The pilot diverted to Florida's Pensacola Airport, then continued to Orlando after the mother and baby were able to deplane with the assistance of medical personnel. So that is a super weird story. And not only did they did she have the baby like in the lavatory on an airplane but on frontier which is like you know those tiny tiny little planes and i feel like there's probably not a weirder place to have a baby right mm, I, I was thinking wow. to myself did frontier airlines charge her for having the baby on the airline <laughs> Why, frontier one of those? Is they like oh, spirit Beto, oh yeah yeah, yeah. it's here's just thing, like spirit here, here's the thing oh, about no. frontier right you, you you buy a ticket on frontier and you're like wow look at that 150 dollars round trip that's fantastic then you get to the airport and they're like yep 75 dollars for this bag 100 dollars for that bag you're like okay um, hey, can I get a bag of peanuts? They're like, yeah, it's like 50 bucks. Can I get a soda? Yeah, it's like another 50 bucks. I mean, they charge you for everything. Yeah, that just happened to me. I'm working a flight in Mexico in a couple of weeks, and I had to book my own flight, right? And the only flight, the airline that goes there is called Volaris. Yeah, Volaris. So, you flying out of TJ? Yeah, I got, <laughs> wait to this story. But yeah, I got to do that CBX just like yeah, you. Yeah, it's great. And then I'll make sure I don't take anything. That way I don't get pulled over like you. And um, <laughs> I can't believe you remember that. Yeah, I, I, I P1 listener here. And uh, I'm flying to Obregón. And they're like, oh, just book this airline Volaris. The only one that goes there. I'm like, cool. I'm like, oh, it's, only, it's cheap. Then all of a sudden, it's okay. If you want to have a carry-on, if you want this, we got this, like, extra add-on and the add-on and i'm like wait are they charging me to breathe here like what is this <laughs> right. and then I, I and then all of a sudden i tell them the people in the group chat the payasos are like oh yeah volatis they'll get you for everything so i can't wait for that experience so yeah why con dios in a couple weeks for me oh man uh i love that cross border if anybody's ever done it i've never done it oh my god it's great it's like on yeah. one side i'm flying oh, back to lax so i ain't taking that risk yeah. So I need somebody to, to give me a ride to uh, San Diego. Ace, come pick me up, man. I need a ride down to San Diego. <laughs> or well, no, I got, Wait, I have to go to Tijuana, right? Yeah, dude, you have no idea. you got to go way south of San Diego. you got to go to the border. Uh-huh. And then the airport, there's the American side of it. But then you got to cross this bridge, and you actually go from the United States down into Mexico. And then the next thing you know, you're in Tijuana, and, like, everything is in Spanish. You know what? You know different. what I'm going to do? I, so i got to find somebody to Uber me down there, right, or take me down there. And I'm gonna go, and I'm gonna go spend the day with Cap. My flight. Yeah, when's when is this? When when is this? Ah, uh, I'm looking it up. Uh, June first. So it's a Wednesday. First. My flight's at three. If I go and have breakfast with Cap, is that June possible? 1st. June first. You it's a Wednesday. A, really? Are you sure? Yeah. I guess you're right. No, no, yeah. it is a Wednesday because Friday's the graduation. June third. Yeah. June. Can 3rd. I have breakfast right. with Cap? Dude, come on down. Oh, hey, I have a better yeah. idea for you. You ready? I, I'm Uh-oh. gonna give you a better idea. Uh oh. Okay. What if? I'm up in L.A. on Tuesday. You drive down with me. You hang for the night. Nope. And, no, that's, that's <laughs> no. too much, huh? That's too much. I, I, I'm good with two hours, bro. Okay, all right. Small doses, huh? Small doses. Yeah, I got yeah. sleep over the camp. I'm not Bergman, man. I'm not doing this. <laughs> all of a sudden, I, I, I'm going to go and end up with a girlfriend. No, 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 no. No need. I'm not Bergman. That's no, funny. No, 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 no. Oh, that's great. All right, what you need to know is brought to you Crazy. by Morago Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. That was very funny. That was very funny. I have my moments. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Had a baby on an airplane. That's How about crazy. That? How about that? Did you have normal uh, kid deliveries? Um, I did not, but my ex-wife did. And um, but Okay. I, As a family, did yeah. you guys have them? Oh, yeah, dude. I delivered uh, three of my four kids. You delivered them? You caught delivered them? Delivered them. Pulled them out myself. No. I swear to you, I did. 
No, you do. These hands right here, Beto, these hands, you're looking at these hands right here. These hands are the hands of a man who can deliver a child. Was it done on purpose? Yeah, because the doctor, um, the OB, I, I, she was like, I know you're really into this and everything, and I know you're asking a million questions. No. So what is it you want to do during the, 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 the birthing? And I'm like, well, listen, I'm setting up lighting and cameras. I mean, I'm, I'm doing no, like a not. full production, you know? No, you didn't. No, I mean, I didn't go that far. But I was like, I was oh, okay. in there, you know, with cameras uh-huh. and uh, deep in there. And I said, but, you know, really, if I, could, if I could deliver the baby. And she's like, oh, I can easily have you deliver the baby. That's no problem at all. And so, yeah, she told me what to do, and my hands were like vice grips, man. I just pull, I could feel the vibration right now like a video game, man. Dude, you I can pulled catch, it right You out. can catch a knuckleballer right now, like, no problem, huh? Yeah, three times, man, three times. I feel like I'd be traumatized. Like, I, I was traumatized seeing my sister, like, after she That's gave birth, crazy. just, like, walking in and seeing her face looking like, I thought that she, I was like worried she wasn't gonna make it or something, and I can't imagine being there during that because that was uh, that was intense. That's well, how about crazy. you, Beto? Um, the son was normal; he was C-section, so it was cool. We planned it like, all right, cool, everybody, um, watch the Sandlot. Hey, let's have a kid now. All right, we're good. Um, <laughs> my daughter was a mess. She was a preemie, like three months. Uh-huh. So I was actually, it was Thursday night, Lakers Celtics game, mm-hmm. and I'm ready to do. Back then, I used to do uh, the, you know, uh, Lakers pregame show. I would do a hit. Hey, they just said this, blah, blah, blah. So I get a call from their grandmother saying, hey, uh, we're going to go to the doctor. Nothing bad. She just had some, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. We're here with them. Okay, cool. We'll talk to you later. I do my hit. Hey, Lakers today, Celtics, big game, blah, blah, blah. This is February. Uh, big game tonight, Thursday night. <clears throat> I think Kevin Harlan might have been there because it's Thursday night basketball. And I don't know the guy. Never heard of All him. of a sudden, I get a call. Bethel, uh, baby's on its way. Get here now. I'm like, What? It's 5 o'clock. I went into the Chick Hearn press room, grabbed my bag. I'm like, all right, guys, see you. I'm going to go have a kid. And I walked straight out, jumped on the carpool lane. It was in San Pedro. So I took the 110 all the way down before that carpool uh, toll was there. Mm-hmm. Got there. They're like, we need to either deliver or the baby's lost. I'm like, oh, okay, deliver. And then two minutes later, the, the kid's out. And then it was crazy because then they she was only like three and a half pounds. And then they had an airlifter to another hospital, all that other good stuff. Wow. And now she's like the tallest in her class in 12 and like dominating soccer. So Michaela's cool. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, that was that was the delivery. M- miracle yeah, baby. She was born on a Lakers Celtics game. And I'm like, well, she wanted to see this back in uh, whenever she was born. 2010? So, yeah. yeah, I never really know the year either. Yeah. It's always a big problem. Well, do you know how too. I know what year they're born, the kids? Because sports. You know how mm. for sport, you know what year you're playing? So she, her team is 2010. My son was 25, you know? Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, like, what do they play? Like, my daughter played the O2s. I'm yeah, like, yeah, okay, right, yeah. she's 17. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's yeah. like, wow, you're so into her. They're, they're them. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of the Lakers, um, it's interesting that, you know, you, there was a Lakers-Celtics game that night. Um, for me, I think I, it was a, an episode of Friends that was on, you know, when I was delivering these babies. Um, are you following now the reporting that is going on? about the Laker coaching search and it being down to now three yeah. names. Have you I like the these? names now. Darvin Ham, big fan of his. Uh, back when I used to cover the Lakers for the station, Darvin was there, and he was one of the guys who was always out early on the court. So I would get to Laker games around four, and he'd be one of the first ones out there, along with Phil Handy and different guys. And I would see him out there working with Andrew Bynum at the time. And uh, Darvin got to know him. was cool. And, you know, I knew of him because he's the one who broke the backboard in college. And, right. And uh, was he at Texas Tech? Texas Tech, Red yeah. Raiders. Mm-hmm. And then you see him progress along the way to where he's at with different assistants. And, you know, he's one of the guys that t- players on the team would always go up to him. You could tell that he was building that rapport because he wasn't too far away from playing back when he was a Lakers assistant. So you could see him. And when he goes to different teams, I think he was in Milwaukee and wherever he's at, you could see that he still was – getting that respect from players and you know terry sots you know he might not be the sexy trendy name but you know he's well respected around the league um and i think that's what the lakers need is the person who's going to come in who is respected where they're not going to walk over him i think keith atkinson the other name uh who was an assistant he i think he used to coach brooklyn for a few years uh he's been around i think he was a clipper assistant for a year or two that's not the name most people are going to know because he hasn't really made a name for himself on the west coast but you can tell that these were they're now looking at guys that are respected around the league. And that's a way better upgrade for me. I'd rather have that than, oh, the big name of like, oh, let's go here. I know you like Mark Jackson and you're the docs and all. Okay, those are the big names. But the way the Lakers have been going, give me the stability right now. Give well, me give I me mean, something where it's gonna be the, the presence of like you know who's in charge. Here's the thing. I feel like 
tell me if anybody else gets this sense that the the search is picking up a little bit now. We've heard these names. These are not new names. They're names that we've been hearing about for the last couple of weeks. But all of a sudden with Charlotte, now I'm not like sitting here telling you that I'm following the Charlotte Hornets. Believe me when I tell you, I am not. But the reporting is is that the Charlotte Hornets are also interested potentially in all three of these candidates. And so if all of a sudden another organization, and Mitch Kupchak is there now, if, if all of a sudden they're looking at these same three guys, I feel like the Lakers are now starting to say, okay, there's a sense of urgency all of a sudden because there's other teams looking at the same three guys, and we don't want to take our second choice of these three. We'd actually like to have our first choice of these three. Yeah, and I think the Lakers are going to be the first choice. If you have a chance, if you're a coach, to go to Charlotte or the Lakers, um, I think the Lakers are going to win out because you have the closer ability to win, right? At, at least on paper, right? You're going to have the stars, and you know they're going to give you the better resources for you. Now, what I do like is that they're taking their time with it. They're doing their due diligence. Do I know this? I don't know. But when it's taking this long, you know that they're doing their research on them, right? Because, you know, you hear the different names and you can't mess this up because Laker fans are run out of patience because the way that this season went where you had people not even tuning in anymore, people not even caring, and it's in February. You better get it right. Not not to say that the coach is the one that's playing. He's not the one on the court. But you got to find something to get it right in all aspects. And however long it takes you to get it, you better get it right. Right. I mean, you got to get the right guy who's going to walk into that locker room and have, have in, in particular, one guy, LeBron. That's it. If LeBron buys into this exactly. guy, everybody buys into this guy. And we'll we keep that, that rolling. We'll keep, we we'll keep talking about that. But I also want to talk to you about this college football war that we did not get a chance to talk about yesterday. We will get there coming up. I want to remind everybody, though, if you want your chance for VIP tickets to the sold-out 710 Mandy Awards on June 24th, you must download the all-new ESPN LA app, and you got to click the contest button. Now, you should have already downloaded the ESPN LA app because it's awesome. I don't even listen to the radio anymore. I only listen on the app. I've said last week I feel like I'm cheating on the radio. But the app sounds so good, and I just love it. So listen, make sure you download the app, go to the contest page, and that's your opportunity to win tickets to the sold-out Mandy Awards. Beto, are you coming or are you not coming, for real? No. You got any tickets? Yeah. Because I, I need a couple extras. I gave two away. I mean, I got four. That's kind of my deal. I got. I, I needed to. I gave two away to my buddies at the country club. You did. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Connor and Kyle, they're going. Really? What, what yeah. happened What happened to the guys at the Muni? You're not hooking them up? Nah, we're going to go to QC's the after party. <laughs> we are not going to the Mandy's. We're going to the after party at QC's 2020. You want some Alabama Slammers? Oh, yeah. You know, I'm hosting an after party. No, you're not. Yes, I am. Where? Invitation only VIP. No, you're not. I told everybody I'm hosting an after party. Where? In Del Mar? No. You and Canelo? No, 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 but Canelo may come. I told him about it. Where are you having this after party? In the hotel. Where? You don't even know where the hotel's at. Yeah, I do. Where? Nearby the place. Yeah, it's at the bottom of the hill. The, yeah. There's a hotel there on the 13th hole, I believe. There's a hotel there. You're going to have it there? I told everybody I'm having an after party. Right, cool. I am now announcing that the Beto Mandy's after party is going to be Ordonez across the street. There we go. So there's an after party for the after party. If not, go to JNS. We'll be there too. No, why don't we just have an after party? You tell me. Because we have different, uh, how do we say, uh, amigos? I don't think so, man. I think you'll be surprised at, the, at my, my crew. Nah, because you do that whole, I'm VIP. Come on, bring my crew nah, in with you, me. I think you're going to be surprised. Uh, you guys are going to be quite surprised, uh, man. All right, listen. Hey, if you want tickets to the sold-out Mandy's, you got to download the app. Stick around, everybody. The college football war. We got to get to this. Beto's in for Sedano at Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Come on, Buster. Yeah. All right, that's good. That's good. I. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh. Wayne Morris, golf pro at Griffith Park listening. He said, I love the fact that music stopped in 1998 for you guys as well. See? <laughs> they know what's up. What up, Wade? I need to get a lesson with you. Well, um, I will say one thing to you. Uh, Chris just mentioned National Pizza Party Day. Pizza sounds pretty good to me right now. Do it. But you had that ceviche the other day that you put yeah. out on Twitter that everybody was just felling all over. Yeah, they, uh, El Bigotón is a truck in East L.A. Awesome, it, mm-hmm. you know, with uh, Doritos. It's cool, man. Hit the spot. But it's not a ceviche day, man. Today it's overcast. It's ugly. It's not mm-hmm. ceviche day. So what, what is it today when it's overcast and ugly? <laughs> um, Caldo. Caldo, yeah. A little soup. Soup so, day it is. Yeah, albondigas maybe. Oh, I love albondigas. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. A for effort, bro. A for effort. <laughs> hey, tell him what Cali Dad means. Tell him, Cap. That means he's a father from California. <laughs> <laughs> right, Jorge? No, no. Right? No, hell no. <laughs> no? What is, what is, I better learn it because my man Adrian Gonzalez has a beer called Cali Dad that I love, and I always tell him, I'll, I'll send him a, t- a text every time I'm drinking a Cali Dad. I better know what it means. So it's not a father from California? <laughs> Cali Dad. That's, your, that's, that's the guy that's calling the advocates. Yeah, right. So what is what does calidad mean? Como se dice en español? In quality. English? Quality. Oh, calidad is quality? Yeah. Okay. See, thank you. Uh, Softe, calidad. Calidad. There you go. Gracias. There you go. All right. What up, Cap? You feeling good? I am. I'm feeling yeah, great. It's a good show, man. I'm, I'm yeah. rolling, man. Dodgers are winning 3-0. Watching them here in the studio. There you go. Right, Urias on the mound. Mm. You know, Turner got RBI. Freddie got a couple on. of ribbies. I can't believe I'm, a, I'm about to tell you what I have on on my TV. Uh, the New York oh. Rangers and the Carolina Panthers. Me too. Really? Hey, playoff puck is fun, man. Yeah, I know. Playoff I, hockey is intense. I know. All of a sudden, like lately, I'm like, I don't know, man. I miss hockey, and it's just the right time of the year to get into it. So, um, so yeah. So I've been watching some hockey lately. Yeah. Playoff puck is good. You know, the battle of uh, Alberta, Calgary, Edmonton. I also like the Florida Panthers against Tampa Bay. That was the one I was watching last all right, night. All right, all right. Yeah. So, Beto, let me uh, let me get your thought on something here. So, did you read the story, or have you been following the story about Jordan Addison transferring to USC? This is the kid who last year had over fifteen hundred yards receiving. I want to say like fifteen touchdowns. Played at my alma mater, Pitt. His yeah, quarterback was a first stud. round draft choice. Belichnikov winner. Yeah. Yeah. So the kid is, he's the number one wide receiver in all of college football. Yep. And he enters the transfer portal, and it seemed like everything was pointing right away at SC. There were all these rumors about how much money he was going to make on an NIL deal to come to USC. Then a few weeks go by, and he's kind of visiting some other schools. Most people kind of think that's a smokescreen. And ultimately, he announces he's continuing at USC. Okay. So... The Addison story happens, and SC is where he lands, while all this warring is going on between Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher all about this exact topic. Hilarious. I love it because I'm all about being petty. Oh, good. Me too. Oh, yeah. I love it. The, the, the tweets yesterday from everybody and Bruce Feldman and all the guys tweeting up the quotes and the videos. Oh, Absolutely. And then Sarkeesian, come, I mean, uh, Kiffin come in and say, I'm first time in my life, I'm going to have nothing to say. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for all the drama that is the NBA, all of a sudden, college football, a bunch of old coaches, uh, some are trying to do it the new way and take advantage of the new rules. Others are arguing and complaining that it's not fair to them, but they've been on the top forever. Yeah. I mean, all Because everybody this... can do it now. You know, the NIL has completely changed the way things are. And for, for example, I was uh, golfing today with Danny Hernandez, who... Is a quarterback trainer, right? So he has all the stud quarterbacks. And we were talking about this. So, like, how is NIL affecting high school players? Because we know college players can go. And, you know, you heard the story about um, uh, Nico Iamalea, who was at Warren High last year. He's six foot six stud quarterback. He gave his commitment to Tennessee. How does a Samoan kid from LA end up at Tennessee? Well, the boosters got together and they're going to give him millions of dollars. Like, mm-hmm. we don't know the exact number, but mm-hmm. it's come out because the schools aren't involved. It's, the boosters and there's a committee that is the one that's kind of showing it. Basically, it's everything they've always done, but now we know what's going on, right? So 
Miami did it. All those big schools have always done it. But but, here's but now thing. it's under the NIL. So right. now it's like, so I was asking Danny, like, how's this change for the high school kids? It's like the high school kids now, if you build up your brand, you have a social media following and you're a stud guy, you can figure out who you want to take with you to these schools. He's like, it's the wild, wild west because the NCAA opened it up but doesn't know how to really regulate it because they didn't think everybody's going to explode it the way that they did. Well, let, let us do this. Um, Jorge, do you have from yesterday, this is because there's there's what Saban said, there's the Jimbo Fisher going scorched earth on Saban. Yeah, so how did it all start? I, I, I know the responses, but how did it all start? Okay, let me play for you. Jorge, you have this? Let us play for everybody uh, what Saban said about Texas A&M. Go ahead and play it. You know who they are. I mean, we were second in recruiting last year. A&M was first. A&M bought every player on their team. Oh. Made a deal for name, image, and likeness. All right, we didn't buy one player. All right, but I don't know if we're going to be able to sustain that in the future because more and more people are doing it. Okay, so Beto, I heard your reaction. For, <laughs> for Nick Saban, the, the biggest name in college football coaching, to publicly say that Texas A&M bought all their players, yeah, that's which, big. by the way, He's probably right. I but mean, they did it under the rules that, the, that are now allowed, right? Right, right. So, so that's where it started. Now, have you heard Jimbo Fisher's retort? Oh, I can't get enough of this play. It oh again. yeah. Oh, this is this is so great, uh, Jorge. Let's hear what Jimbo Fisher said because he went nuts on Nick Saban. Some people think they're God. Go dig into how God did his his deal. You may find out about about a guy that a lot of things you don't want to know. We built him up to be the czar of football. Go dig into his past or anybody that's ever coached with him. You can find out anything you want to find out, what he does and how he does it. And it's despicable. Yeah. And he also said, you know, I w- coached them. I never went back for a reason, right? And yeah. this is everybody airing each other out. Like, there was a press conference call to answer that. And, you know, he even went after Dion Dion and Jacksonville State, right? So, Jacksonville State. And Dion was going to, this morning, said, to him, I was going to say something, but instead, I'll be quiet. Let's just play on the field, right? And because they accused. Dion of paying because Dion has some kids that are getting money from Barstool. You know, it's not the school doing it. It's the committees that are outside of doing it. And for Nick Saban to say that they bought their players, we don't do that. Um, I mean, you ever been to Tuscaloosa? Not exactly a destination for a kid from Southern California, right? Right. But but I think but then Saban, all of what... a sudden the entire family is moving there. Yeah. All of a sudden, huh? So the dad and the mom are just going to all of a sudden get jobs in Tuscaloosa. Huh. Interesting. Listen, I think most of us have a perception that Alabama, which has been on top of the college football world for the last 10, 12 years, that they are doing something under the, listen, underground, under the radar, violating rules. But how else do you get every top player and how do you win all these national championships? The same way you get kids at Kansas State. Who's going to Manhattan, Kansas? Well, figuring I think... things out. Like, you, look, Scott, you know this. You've coached kids that have gone on to Division One. You're a Division One athlete at there. If you're an elite kid who is a five star, who has been told since you're in sixth grade, you are the man. And this day and age now, just keeping it with football, kids go to four different high schools. You know, they're being held back after eighth grade. They're being told they're this, they're getting that. They're doing whatever they need, name, image, likeness, all that other stuff, and they want to get paid. And they, they've earned it, right? They're going to do it. So it's up to the schools to figure out how you're going to play the game. Now, when that receiver left Pitt, right, all of a sudden it became how dare he do this when he was going to go to USC. But if he had said, I, I'm going to go to any other school, oh, no big deal. Look at Alabama LSU competing, right? Because SC started doing it now. All of a sudden everybody's saying, no, 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 no. We can't do that because SC's doing it, right? But when the SEC schools do it, oh, that's just how – you play the game. That's well, just listen, business. Listen, you got to give it up to Jimbo Fisher. Look, look, if Texas A&M had the number one recruiting class in the country, that's not because College Station, Texas, is the most attractive place to go. I don't even know and, where it's at. And, and it's not because they win national championships every year, and it's not because they produce five first-round draft choices every year. The reason you go to Texas A&M to is because they paid you the most money. Exactly. Right, and, and so listen. So if you're going to that, Texas, you're going to Lubbock, Texas? Like even Bob and Labamba said, Lubbock, Texas. Like you know, like who's going to Lubbock, Texas on purpose? You're going there because you're getting something. But if that's you're a stud, new rule. If you're a stud, I'm talking about the five star stud. You're going because your dad is now getting a job to go turn on the lights for a hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and you have a new town home. Oh, it's just so happy my parents are doing well now. Uh huh. Come on, 
Like, think about it. If you're a, a kid from Southern California, Knoxville, Tennessee. Listen, if they if they pay the most money, exactly. that's where I go now. Exactly. I mean, listen, there were so many movies about college football and about illegal recruiting practices. The program. And, right. And today, you think of that and you go, well, that's the way it works nowadays. Remember Blue Chips? Dude, how about like uh, Johnny Be Good? I mean, all these kinds of... Do you remember that one? Anybody? No. Anthony okay. Michael Hall? No? no Nobody? Clue. All right. Anyway. Uh, remember Lucas? Yes, I do remember <laughs> Lucas, as a matter of fact. <laughs> I love Lucas. Oh, yeah, I would have. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Beto is in for Sedano. Hang around, love everybody. Love that reference, baby. Radio Tinder is coming up next here on Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Part of the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Gotta know where everybody knows Kaplan. Yeah. Love Cheers. Everyone loves Cheers, right? Yeah, exactly. It's good. Good show, man. Good show. Wins? Cheers? Yes? No? I've never seen it. Yeah. Really? In yeah. all the reruns that it has? Never? No, no, I I just does not. I mean, I was a bartender. What desire do I have to watch a TV show hey. about a bunch of people hanging out in a bar, you know? Coach was cool, it. man. Coach was cool. I'm sure he was. Yeah, Woody Harrelson take your word. I, I, knew, I, take I think your I watched word. all the episodes. It's good. Sand the Man, Mayday Malone. That's where I, that's where I really hated Kevin. Uh, what's that guy's name? Which guy? Kevin McHale even more when he was with Gary's Old Town Tavern. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Him and Wade Boggs, yeah. <laughs> Anything Boston, you'll forget these fools. Yeah. Um, I, that's where I really got my uh, biggest fear of sweating under my armpits. Is, uh, is is from Cheers. There's this one episode where um, the other bar that you're just mentioning sends yeah. over like this big box, and they're like, "Hey Norm, why don't you open the box and let's see what's in it?" And Norm's like, "I don't want to do that, man. I don't want to pit." And they're like, "Okay, come on, Norm, open the box." So he takes his jacket off, and his armpits are already just absolutely soaked. And so for some reason, that episode is in my head my whole life. Like I don't want to be the guy with sweaty pits. Yeah, you don't want to do that. And what about Norm when they said? How's it going, uh, Norm? He's like, it's a doggy dog world out there, Woody. And I'm wearing milk bone underwear. <laughs> <laughs> the things I remember from being 10. <laughs> All right, Lindsay Baseball, let's play a little Radio Tinder. What do you say? All right, well, Michael Vick is making a comeback in fan-controlled football league. Vick, who was the number one pick, of course, in the 2001 NFL Draft and who last suited up for an NFL game in 2015, is going to make his debut on May 28th, which is the last day of the regular season. Um, And apparently there's going to be an official announcement next week. The 41-year-old has not yet been assigned to a team. Apparently, Michael Vick agreed to the comeback after seeing the success that his good friend Terrell Owens has been having since he signed with the league earlier this year. Will you tune in to watch Michael Vick in the fan-controlled football league? Swipe left or swipe right, Cap? My answer is I'm going to swipe left because I don't know where to watch it. Let me look that up for you because I was kind of wondering the same thing. Because here's the thing. Let's say, do you want to watch it? Um, Kind of I do. I've I've heard about T.O. coming back and playing in this fan-controlled football and I, I haven't really learned enough about it, but apparently, like, the fans can make bets yeah. or something on plays. They control and- the bet. They control the plays. They can call the plays. And um, Yeah, I've watched a little bit. I don't know how I ended up on this channel where it was at. It, I, I think, I, I don't even know. Is it on TV? Is it, it streamed? Was, is so, it a website? You know, so you can watch it um, on Peacock. Oh, you can okay. watch it on DAZN. Uh-huh. Or you can watch it on Fubo. 
Okay. Yeah. So you probably found it on the zone. It's almost no. Uh, it's almost. I think it was Hulu because I just signed up for it. Um, but it's almost like arena football, right? Like mm-hmm. the way it is, and fans can control who's on the team. They change the rosters. It's, it's a, it's a. A lot of influencers are owners of these teams, and um, it's interesting. But do I have any desire to see a forty-one-year-old quarterback? Not really. I'm actually curious to see what Michael Vick is at 41. Like, he was so great, but he was so athletic. Tom Brady can play until he's 45. Drew Brees played till he was 41. Uh, Phillip Rivers and guys like him, Aaron Rodgers, they're in their late 30s. I mean, Rivers is obviously done, but, I mean, even Roethlisberger played until, you know, late 30s. So Yeah, but guys also play both ways. It's kind of like arena football-ish, but I'm cool, man. I don't need to watch anything right now. Yeah, to be honest with you, um, if I really want to watch football right now, there is the USFL that I see on television on the weekends, and I kind of stop and stay stay for a little while. Who, you with the Houston Gamblers? I'm a Houston Gambler fan. Yeah, how'd you know? Um, <laughs> I just made that up. I no, saying, totally that's true. the only team he knows. No, no, probably. no, no, no the, the New Jersey Renegades. No, no, I, I, no, I listen. The Pittsburgh, whatever they are. I mean, the Philadelphia, whoever they are. But I, I'm a Houston Gambler fan because a buddy of mine used to be the equipment manager for the Chargers. He's now the equipment manager for the Gamblers, and he sent me all this this Gambler swag. Oh, so, well, then, yeah, 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 I'm a Gambler fan. I would be a Gambler fan too if they sent me some stuff. No problem. Yeah, yeah cool. Big Gambler fan. Yeah. I feel like I'd rather watch the fan-controlled football league than the USFL. Or but... maybe just watch the Dodger game and they're up 3-0. I'll just watch. I'll wait for the XFL since it's going to be on uh, ESPN. Oh, yeah, we love it. We love the XFL. Exactly. All day. All right, so next one. Earlier this week, the Yankees suddenly and somewhat surprisingly cut their 2019 third-round pick Jake Sanford, <gasps> who was a promising prospect who had quickly worked his way up in the organization. Well, as it turned out, the ex-slugger spent his Yankees tenure running an autograph and memorabilia racket. So I guess he constantly badgered his teammates for their bats, gloves, and jerseys, and sometimes stealing them when he thought he needed to. Then in turn, he'd host online auctions, never deliver the goods, and then steal more money from unsuspecting autograph hounds. Crazy story, which had me thinking, have you ever had a co-worker just totally do you wrong? Swipe left or swipe right, Beto? Uh, swipe right, because I think most people like me, and if they don't like me, uh, they know I don't like them, so it's cool. Um, but th- th- to add to the story, that dude with a third-round pick had like a $600,000 bonus uh, f- for a signing bonus. So he was smart. The-, the reason he got caught up was because he wasn't delivering what you ordered. So, you know, you order this bat, autograph bat, and it was never showing up, but he was taking the payments for it. And then he was just running from it. So, but he was also stealing it from he, his he was, teammates. Yeah, he was going into teammates' lockers. You know, what's up, Ruben Rivera? Uh, and he was stealing stuff and just selling it. So, yeah, have I ever done that with any coworkers? No. Have I ever seen it happen? Yeah. Um, I mean, we work in sports, and you see some collectible stuff out there, and you just know that there's some stuff that. Um, let's just say it was intended for charity, but you knew it was never going to that charity. Ah, uh, yep. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, it's for, you know. It, back to my line, I always use. It's for the kids. It's for the kids. You it's know? always for the kids. It's for the Everything. kids. Everything. Yeah, charity. Kids. It's for the kids. Yeah, there's sure. so much money to be made in charity. Jeez. So wait. So this guy was a third round pick. He was stealing memorabilia from his teammates. Yep. Yeah, he, he made was, his way. He's made his way all the way up to the majors. Right, and he's and he's stealing from his teammates, and he's posting um, to sell memorabilia and then not only is he stealing from his teammates but he's not actually delivering from the, yeah. to the people who bought from him. That, that's yeah. what got him caught up is people were like hey man I paid you months ago where's my stuff? Yeah he'd oh, post wow. it on some website and like you know so many people would think that they bought it nobody would get it except for maybe one person if they were lucky and he and I guess like he he also had teammates complaining about him like constantly hounding him like hey man let me get your batting gloves like Hey man, let me get your let me helmet. Get a bat. I gave yeah. you a bat yesterday. Why yeah. did another one? It's really weird, though, man. Well, yeah, I, like but he, there's he, more he had to a it. lot of money. He like also he made had a, money. He had a partner involved, so I think that's more to it. I think, you, you know, when you're doing something like that, Scott, you know, there's yeah. more to the story. You know, well, he probably owes somebody some right, money somewhere. Right. He's probably overextending sick. himself. Yes, he's probably got some debt somewhere, some gambling yep. debt somewhere, something or something <laughs> that he becomes desperate and he does something like that. Look, I had a buddy of mine. I say a buddy. I mean, uh, an acquaintance, I should say, who. Um, Really was a uh, he's a guy in our business in the sports radio business, and he was running a whole scam. This, there's actually a documentary about it. He was running a whole scam in New York because uh, he was telling people, "Hey, 
you give me all this money, I'm going to buy all these concert tickets. We're going to sell them at Wait, double the price. Wait, he went to jail, right? Yeah, he did. He went to jail. He's back. Yeah, back yeah. on the radio. Yeah. Oh, man. And, yeah, and this yeah. guy, I used to share an office with this guy in Florida. Oh, no way. Yeah, and, and so he, but he was so desperate because he owed so much gambling debt that once you're desperate, you just come up with crazy schemes. Yeah. You know? Uh, so, yeah, that's You're that's chasing this. it. You're chasing it. I'm going to get even. Yeah, yeah right. that sounds really wild. I know. I've heard about that story, Lindsay. All right, what else we got? Yeah, I had somebody steal my headphones from me once, but uh, that's all I got. Well, I'll yeah. give them back. Oh, those are yours? <laughs> hey, they're Bose. Don't be bringing that in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> sure, I do some, have Bose headphones. Those are some trays, man. You had, homie. Hey, you know what? That it's reminds chain, me. Punk. I don't think I've seen those in a while, but I, you know, I think you're onto something Damn, there. Man, I took them. All right, last one here. Uh, Saturday Night Live is set for its biggest change in quite a few years because Deadline is reporting a number of long-featured stars, including Kate McKinnon, A.D. Bryant, Kyle Mooney, and Cap's favorite, Pete Davidson, are all Mm -hmm. expected to leave the show at the end of this season. And there's likely going to be a big group goodbye featuring all four of the departees at the end of tomorrow night's episode, which is hosted by Natasha Leone. Is this a big deal or no deal? Since we don't have time to do big deal or no deal today, start with you, Cap. I'm going to say no deal. Um, I don't think any of the names that you just mentioned are in the category of Will Ferrell or Chris Rock, David Spade, Adam Sandler, you know, generations earlier, um, Chevy Chase, Steve Martin, Eddie Murphy, Billy Crystal, uh, the list goes on and on. Gilda Radner. Uh, so I think I think John Ireland would fight you on Kate McKinnon because he seems to think she's like the most hilarious person ever. But I she digress. may be. She may be. And but I don't know that any of those four that you mentioned are going to be monster superstars, movie stars like the people I just mentioned. So and the other thing is, I think we've all changed our viewing habits. Like I don't watch SNL anymore. Certainly not on Saturday night. I only catch up to it probably on like social media. Uh, I say uh, who. Uh, I'm gonna swipe right. I don't know who you mentioned, Lindsay. I, Pete Davidson. That's the guy doing the uh, like the the weekend update. Is that what he does? Um, no, he does not. Okay. He's 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 in a lot. He mostly does sketches. I mean, he's oh, on that's the Kardashian. Yeah, yeah. He's, oh he's, no, he's no, 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 no. Okay, so if Keenan Thompson is gone, then okay, okay, cool. But here's how I watch Saturday Night Live. I watch the weekend update on YouTube on Sundays. Um, that's how I watch it. Uh, and if there are people leaving, and how about we get a Mexican on there, SNL, besides Melissa Villasenor? Uh, she's the only one. Um, diversity, representation matters. Can we get a little bit of that? I mean, it'd be cool. That's my point. Yeah. So you, I, neither listen, of you guys like are familiar with, with Kyle Mooney? No. No, I know who Kyle Mooney he, is. I know Kyle oh, Mooney. He, he's, so, I think he's hilarious. I only know the, I know Keenan Thompson and yeah, the guys who do Keenan Weekend Thompson. Update, uh, Michael Che. Yeah. And the other guy, what's the other guy's name? The white dude. Colin Jost. Yes, thank you. No clue. Yeah. Well, you had Michael Che. Yeah, I know him because he's yeah. a comedian. I've seen his, his stand-up before. In the meantime, I, let me just say something to Beto Duran. Gosh, I appreciate you being here, pal. Okay. You want to know why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love the fact that you don't know who any of those people are. You want to know why? Because I'm not pretending? No, because when I don't know who anybody is, man, I just get jumped around here. But when you don't know who people are, it's like, yeah, okay, cool. I, you, I don't like that they do that to you. I know it's lame. I like, I by the like, way, by the way, weak. time out. Fair, fair point that like nobody really does watch SNL anymore. Like uh, again, I think most people who do watch it um, are people who have been fans of the show for a really long time, or people that consume it in clips on social. Like you it's all on clips. Now they get millions of views on YouTube. Like I said, that's why I consume it. But well, yeah, um, I, mean, I think I think that they've they've come to the realization that watch or getting people to watch on TV on Saturday night is great. It's fine. But it's really no longer the most important thing. It's just like one component to what we It's kind of like what we do. Look, I mean, seriously, like we, we want you to listen on the radio, but really we want you to listen on the app. Well, th- look, uh, uh, this weekend, uh, Melissa Villasenor or had a skit about Pico Rivera and two cholas. And they said, I know, huh? right? Like that, right? So, and in our community, it's a big deal because they're mocking people from Pico Rivera the way they talk. And it was like, okay, you're making fun of it. And then a good friend of mine, Concrete, was like, dude, I've done these skits on Instagram for like two minutes that hit better than what they're doing. So like now how we consume stuff is Instagram skits, people who go viral skits where it's a minute or two. Is anybody really watching a skit for five, six minutes anymore on SNL? Not really. Not not really. Like give me 30 seconds of a skit that's funny, like not 
that long of a scale. Then you have to figure things out. It, it's just completely different the way we consume anything right, anymore. Which is why when you ask then, about these four people, it's like, yeah, what does it matter? And SNL is like an hour and a half. Is that how long? I've never, yeah. I, yeah, I have never seen, look, it's Saturday night. I'm in my 20s. Yeah, what, I'm I, know, I got home, things bro. going on, man. I got, I got things I'm to do, my man, second bottle of wine, you yeah. know, got the mop bag going, you, you know. Go. Hey, oh. Radio Tinder, that's it, man. It's presented by our sponsor, Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. You know, Beto, I'm sitting on two beautiful bottles of Tequila Mandala right here. Award-winning. Small batch, premium sipping tequila made from the finest mature agaves and available where fine tequilas are sold. Or you can go to tequilamandala.com. I always just follow them on, on Twitter, Tequila Mandala, at Tequila Mandala. Demand the extraordinary with Tequila Mandala. All right, look, one segment left to go, Already? and then we hand things off to Sedano and his broadcast team and the Western Conference Finals here on 710. Coming up, 73 years old. And getting ready to make a comeback, jumping back in the ring at 73 years old. Let's get to this story. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Final segment is right. Sedano and Cap. Beto is in for Sedano. Yeah, it's been fun. Dude, I am. This we have a flow now. Fun. We have a flow. I get you now. I get yeah. you. Yeah, it's fun. Man. I understand. I, I understand what's going on with the Cap world. So what are you going to do? On June 1st, when you have to fly out of TJ, <laughs> are you going to come down to San Diego and hang out with me for a couple hours? I'll take you to a very nice breakfast. Uh, yeah, you know, a little brunch with, brunch with Cap. Uh, you know, maybe we go to Callaway, get some new clubs. Now, now, now you see, now, now talking. you're talking. Now yeah. you're thinking here about how to use your time well. Exactly. You drive down. You go to Carlsbad. You stop by Callaway. You see my people. Take yeah. really good care of you, buddy. Yeah, we, we as can a do golf that. influencer, we take care of our people. I, I, I gotta go. I gotta go see Cap, man. I, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, so I gotta figure that out. What we're gonna do? I gotta find a ride down to San Diego first, and we'll hang out, man. I know, but in the meantime, I'm doing a lot of driving up to LA. So when? When are you? I want to meet you. I want. I will you. be. I will be in studio on Tuesday of next week, and then um, I start week. doing like this. This shit. I mean, we're gonna start doing this thing. Me and Sedano. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details where we start to do, like, Tuesdays and Wednesdays in studio. Because I'm telling you right now, I'm not joking. I'm getting stir-crazy here. Wait, hold on. You're coming up on the 31st, May 31st? I'm um, coming up uh, this Tuesday. Yeah, this Tuesday. Why don't you come in studio? Uh, oh, this Tuesday? No, I'm playing a Skins game at Big Rec. Sorry. Oh, really? Really? Yeah, big, sorry Big about Skins that. game, huh? Big, uh, yeah, it is actually a Big Skins game. Big Rec right there across from Blair Field in Long Beach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Big Skins game. Uh, okay. The following Tuesday, the 31st. Oh, Cap, I got it. March, May 31st, you're coming in the studio? Right. Okay. I am speaking to the senior class at Huntington Park High School. Okay. Uh, Principal Carlos Garibaldi invited me. I do it every year where I speak to the kids. Not the commencement speech, like the, the seniors. Like, hey, man, look, there's a big world out there. Let's go, Cap. Be my partner. What time? I'll I'll fix it around your time. It's my, it's my show, baby. Have you, have you ever been to Huntington? Dude, we take Cap to Huntington Park. You know where that's at? Tell me. Along the 710 freeway. Okay. You know, you, where all the trains are. Southgate, Huntington Park, okay. you know, right there. I'll bring you with me, and okay. you just tell the kids, you inspire them, you motivate them, and every single kid in there is going to be a minority. Okay. Come you on, know let's I am go. A I know, I know, speaker, you, you, know. you are. You, your story is great about how you made yourself a Division One athlete, professional athlete, and then uh, now a professional radio broadcaster. Let's go. Motivate these kids. If we bring Cap to Huntington Park and then get some tacos afterwards, if we come in studio... Let's go. I know they Dude. would love to have you. And I'm being dead Dude. serious about it. Me too. Sounds like a blast. All right. Sounds like a blast. Tuesday, your show's May 31st. At, your show's at 4? Yeah, we, get, we go on the air at 4. Oh, we could do that. Yeah, we come Can up we do it? Yeah, we can, can we pull it off? Oh, absolutely. I'll tell Garibaldi. Just to get make sure. Time. Listen. It's listen, an hour. Build enough the time for the... But the most important thing for me after the kids... I got to go to the tacos, right? Oh, we got you. Right there on Port Atlantic in the Florence? Oh, man, we got... Cap, these are the spots that you see on Instagram. You're like, ooh, I would love for somebody to take me there, but I don't know if it's safe. Yeah, we're going there. (laughs) I got you, Cap. I'm I'm dead serious. Yeah, man, I'm I'm serious, I'll tell Sedona. Maybe maybe Sedona can join us. All three of us can go. I would think that'd be great. Oh, that'd be great. All right, May 31st. All right, let's book that. Let's go. So Donald's right. going to be gone, I feel like, for a while. Yeah, he's going to be Tuesday. It's after Memorial Day. He ain't going nowhere. The, the final start, whatever. 
I know that's a busy week, man. I got a high school graduation happening. My goodness, man. Yeah. Third kid graduating high school. It's unbelievable. Congrats. congrats. Hey, thanks, man. Hey, so listen, um, Chris yeah. mentioned the uh, birthday for Randy Macho Man Savage. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, you have mentioned before that you grew up and your dad had taken you to the track a lot, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And you know I love the horses. Oh, yeah. So I love pro wrestling. Are you a wrestling fan? Yeah. Um, I wasn't. I'm not, not really a wrestling fan. I mean, as a kid, they would show it on uh, Channel 4 right before Saturday Night Live sometimes, mm-hmm. like the, mm-hmm. the bigger shows. So like Hulk Hogan and Saturday Tito. Night Main Event. That's what it, that's what it was. Yeah, mm-hmm. they on NBC, right? Yeah, NBC. And then Tito Santana and the Junkyard Dog. So I would see that a little I bit. I love the JYD. But, uh, you know, Coco Beware. Like, I, I, that's the only wrestlers I know. Like, that's it. Oh, man. So Randy Macho Man Savage um, died on this day in 2011. He was 58 years old. Baseball player. Yeah, I think he was. He started as a baseball player, baseball right? player, yeah. Yeah. So how about this? This was the story we were talking about right before the break. He's 73 years old. He's coming out of retirement. He's putting on the trunks. He's going back into the squared circle. My man, my favorite of all time. I have two favorites. This man coming out of retirement, 73 years old, Ric Flair, and Doth the Road, Woo! the American Dream. Ric Flair at 73, is putting on the trunks and getting back into the Stop ring. Stop it. It's true, man. Wait, what? I, I Ric Flair, the, the brand Roots Woo! of Fight, they, the, the T-shirt, they, they did great work. They have a shirt with Ric Flair. And his logo, what's his trademark? Like Rolex wearing. Oh, wait, wait. No, no. I, I want you to, if you don't know this, I want to play this for you. Yeah. Because even just last week when I was driving down from Boise with my daughter, I made her watch this. And I made her watch Dusty Rhodes' Hard Times because I was like, there's like one angel on one shoulder and one on the other. Dusty's over here, Hard Times. And, and Ric Flair's over here with, you know, styling and profiling Rolex wearing. Here, play it, Jorge. Now, Buddy Landell, it's so hard for me to sit back here in this studio looking at a guy out here hollering my name when last year I spent more money on spilt liquor in bars from one side of this world to the other than you made. You're talking to the Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, kid stealing, woo, wheeling, dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. True. Woo. True. Yeah. Having a hard time holding these alligators down. Uh, I just sent you a DM uh, on Instagram from Roots of Fight, and they have the picture of the, the tank tops for. Uh, Ric Flair, uh, I, 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 seventy-three years old okay. and Did going he, back into the wrestling ring. I mean, how when he bad retired, is his body? dude, listen. When he retired, he because you have to understand in the in the eighties when he was like the biggest star in wrestling, he was yoked, he was juiced out, he was just looking great all the time. When he was done, he looked like um, how would you describe it, Lindsay? He was like watery and puffy and kind of like, like, like. Sort of fat. He looked like a guy who used to be really ripped, but kind of got fat. He was bloated. And not yeah. to mention, he had a heart attack last year and has a yeah. pacemaker. Pacemaker? Currently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, pacemaker and he's going to wrestle? Yeah, and he almost died last year. Like, he was in really bad shape. People Man. were, like, sending prayers for his life and stuff. It was crazy. I Okay, I'm 43, and when I do interviews in the ring, it's hard to get into the ring I'm in good shape. <laughs> this dude's going to go fly around the ring? Heck no. 73 years old. He's not going to like do the falls and everything, is he? And where can I watch this? Because you know I love the freak show. Yeah. So he's, he claims that he's going to go all out, and they're calling it his one final match, and it's going to be at the National Fairgrounds on July 31st. It's going to be streamed on Fight TV. Okay. I'm not being a jerk here, so I'm not trying to offend him here, Cap. Is he like Mickey Rourke in The Wrestler right now? Is that what he looks like? I haven't seen him in pictures of him in years. I don't know. I saw Ric Flair. Uh, he, probably, he probably looks worse than that, to be honest. I, but I, I saw Ric Flair going into like Radio Row in Miami. So think of this as February 2020 pre-pandemic. And you don't understand. I am like starstruck by Ric Flair. You know, forget about uh, all the big stars. Yeah, like of all of all the big stars that you've ever interviewed: Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods, Shaquille O'Neal, et cetera, et cetera. For me, I was literally starstruck by Ric Flair. No, no, and you don't get like that. Yeah, and I'm like, Rick, 
Slick Rick. I'm like, can we, we got to take a selfie, man. Which we did. Which we did. And you put the voodoo hands up? I, at the time, I did not give the voodoo oh. point. I know. I felt, I know. I know. All it's right, taken off, that, man, too. Yeah. But, um, but, and he looked fine for like a guy who was 71 years old. But at 73, are you serious? He's going to get back into the ring? Oh, he's going to win. <laughs> Lindsay, this is not like some WWE promotion where it's like, you know, they're bringing him back as you know the one of the godfathers well, he, of the game. He got he got like he got released by WWE within the past year because he used to be kind of like um oh, wow, kind him, of huh? like a valet for his daughter because his daughter is like super famous. She's like probably the most popular female wrestler. But so the the fight or the the match that he's going to be doing. It's with an independent promotion, <clears throat> part of um, Jim Crockett promotions. Oh, old school. And they're doing, Jim yeah, they're promotions. like doing this as part of like a fair attraction. You I guess. At the fair. Oh, yes, at the Nashville the fair. Fairgrounds. Ooh, wow! Hey, man. Did you ever watch the the, the Mexican wrestling, the Lucha Libre? See, si. all right, si. so Mil Mascaras and Perro Aguayo, you know, all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah, I love wrestling, Santo. man. I love it, man. I love pro wrestling. You know who's a big guy day. about that? Mexican who? wrestling? Mario Ruiz here. does the imaging. Yeah. He's all about that. He'd always tell me, let's go to TJ, watch the lucha. And you know, Mario doesn't drink, so he's he's really going to watch the wrestling, man. So it's pretty cool. You know, Eddie was... Guerrero, R.I.P. And oh, Chavo. dude. Love Eddie Guerrero. What about Guerrero. the 619 kid? Oh, yeah. 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 Rey Mysterio. Yeah. Love Rey Mysterio. That's it. You... Oh, man. That's cool, man. Yeah, man. So you're going to go watch Ric Flair? Woo! Yeah, I would watch it. This I would watch. I'd watch this before I'd watch Michael Vick play football in the Absolutely. fan control football league. Absolutely. 73 years old, man. Dodgers winning 3 0 with camouflage hat on. Heck yeah. The camouflage hats look good, don't they? Yeah. They look cool. Our group chat was making you know, different notes because I uh, put camo on a guy from Sinaloa. Woof. <laughs> maybe dump that part <laughs> alright hey listen we hey, gotta get out of here get out of here um, hey what do you got going on this weekend Anything oh man going? I'm busy uh, shout out to my uh, niece goddaughter Samantha Duran who graduated from Cal State Dominguez Hills with her master's in social work hey uh, she actually got an engineering degree from Davis and now she's getting her master's in social work Working with people, making a great uh, impact in people's lives, doing way more than I ever have. So shout out to her and her family. So we're having a party for her Sunday. Uh, tomorrow I'm working uh, boxing in Long Beach. Daughter has soccer game at uh, in Norco at Silver Lakes. Oh, I know that place. Uh, I've been there many ba- times. Son has basketball somewhere in Ladera Ranch. So, you know, I'm spending a bunch of money on parking. <laughs> <laughs> and and schlepping around gas all, the, is, all weekend long. Yeah. Hey, Beto, great to have you here this here, week, man. man. So great. Uh, Jorge, thanks for stepping in today for Laura. Laura, feel better out there. Lynn's phenomenal effort all week long. Here comes Sedano and his crew for the Western Conference Finals Game 2 between Golden State and Dallas. We're all back on Monday. Until then, everybody, have a great weekend. Be safe and peace out.